What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens play the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where you wear questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we're starting off with a question from patrons Ezra and Jonah. Hi, Mr. Eric. I'm Ezra, and my brother Jonah and I love your podcast so much. We like surfing, and our what-if question is, what if Fred the dog came to the beach for a vacation and stayed in a hand- sandcastle hotel and made friends with Crabu the Crab? Thank you for the show. We love it. Thank you, Jonah and Ezra. If anyone needs a vacation, it's gotta be Fred. I mean, all that stick-chewing wears you out. Now, we have another question from a listener named Clancy. My name is Clancy. I'm seven years old and I live in Australia. My what-if question is, what if jellyfish were made out of jelly? Mmm, I love jelly. I think raspberry is my favorite lately. Last but not least, we have a writing question from a patron named Freya. Freya writes, what if Fred the dog and JF Cat went on vacation with Abacus P. Grumbler to YYE? I know, we're all just thinking about those vacations. Now, my producer, Miss Lynn, helped me find these questions and pitch this story based off of a song she wrote called Itty Bitty Nitty Gritty. It's from her album called Something New, which is one my kids and I listen to quite frequently. So stay tuned at the end of the episode, and I'll play Miss Lynn's song Itty Bitty Nitty Gritty for you. And in the meantime, let's find out what if Fred the dog, JF Cat, and Abacus P. Grumbler went on vacation with a sandcastle making friends with a crab named Crabu, And what if jellyfish were made of jelly? Fred the dog was my dog, an old pug mix, with a tongue way too long for his mouth, which is why his voice sounds a little different from mine. Oh, they know that already, Mr. Eric. Give me the mail. Okay, Fred, I said. Looks like you won some kind of vacation to a YYE? Oh, Mr. Eric, you never heard of YYE? I'm sorry to say I haven't. I was sorry to say. Oh, you just love it. Oh, and let me see. Oh, I get to go to the sunny side up beach and hotel. Look, 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 said Fred, unfolding the brochure. Every morning, a breakfast buffet washes up on the beach, including toast with real jelly jellyfish. Oh, and there's a volcano that's also a water slide that slides you right into the ocean. Wow, that looks awesome. I mean, you know how much I love the beach. Oh, yeah, you would love it, dear. And look at this picture of the shoreline. Whoa, it's covered in eggs and bacon. And vegan bacon. Waffles, pancakes, bagels. Fresh coffee and cream and oat milk. Not that I care about any of that stuff. I'm in it for this, said Fred, and his tongue pointed to a pile of seaweed-covered driftwood. Oh, it's so nice to finally get the vacation I deserve. Yeah, and it looks like you have um two guests that you can bring with you, I said, not daring to hope. Oh my gosh, you're right. I wonder if I can find friends to bring, or at least maybe some well-wishers. <laughs> you know, sometimes, Fred, I said, 
the best friend of all is family. I never heard that before. Ding dong. It's funny, I don't remember the studio having a doorbell. It's me, Abacus P. Grumbler, your best well-wisher, I mean friend. And me, JFK. We just heard you won the YYE contest and wanted to congratulate you. Wow, Abacus, JFK, you two are so thoughtful. Uh, yeah, remember that, um, I brought you the mail, and you live in my home? Why are you telling me stuff I already know, Mr. Eric? Seriously, Mr. Eric, don't interrupt Fred the dog. Yeah, he's a contest winner. See, you guys get it. What don't I get? The fact that he has to explain it to you shows how little of it that you get. Yeah, you're right, I don't get it. Then it's settled. Fred the dog will take us to YYE and the Sunnyside-Up Beach and Hotel. <sighs> and so Fred the dog, Abacus P. Grumbler, and JF Cat went to pack for their vacation. Hey, Mr. Eric, could you seem dash us past all the packing and the getting to the airport? Yeah, that stuff's boring. Fine. All right, Fred and Jojo, I brought a whole suitcase full of wands and crystal balls so I can see where the hotel is and teleport us right there. Yeah, but the plane's coming right now. <laughs> Why would we fly a plane when you know a wizard? No offense, Abacus, but your magic often goes horribly wrong. How could I not take offense at that? Uh, well, maybe because it's entirely true. <laughs> Fair enough. And in the distance, they saw an old-fashioned biplane with a propeller in the front and a pair of wings at each side, getting closer and closer. Shouldn't that be getting bigger the closer it gets? Oh, I thought that's how perspective worked, too. Well, it is getting bigger, but I'm starting to think it's just very small. And indeed, when the plane came in to land at JFCAT Airport, yeah, I've got an airport named after me. It's okay to be jealous. <clears throat> when the plane came in to land at the airport, I at JFCAT, Mr. Eric's trying to narrate. Uh, thank you, Abacus, but you also interrupted me. The plane that finally landed was no bigger it's than- no bigger than me, Fred the dog! Uh, what he said. And out of the tiny cockpit, scuttled an even tinier crab, wearing a pair of aviator goggles. Hello, everyone, said the crab. It's me, Captain Crabu, pronoun she, her, here to whisk you away on a magical journey to the vacation spot of your dreams. <clears throat> no offense, uh, Captain Crabu, but I think your plane might be a little small for us. Not so. You need but gently touch the frame of the ship and you will be magically shrunken down so that you may fit comfortably inside. Perfect. Sounds good to me. Wait, you're just going to trust this stranger's magic over mine? Well, we do run the most successful vacation resort in all of What If World, with many five-star reviews complimenting us specifically on our magic. <laughs> five-star reviews can be conjured as easily as a, a sneeze. Well, go ahead and sneeze right now. But I don't have to. Then just get on the plane. <laughs> I know it can be a tough transition for wizards to trust in other wizards. But believe me, it's gonna be worth it, Professor Grumbler. <gasps> How did you know my name? I did not permit such divination magic on, on the passenger manifest. <sighs> Touché. And so, grumbling all the way, Abacus touched the little sandy plane. Wait, sandy plane? You didn't mention the plane was made of sand, Mr. Eric. Oh, I, I didn't mention that? 
I must have forgot. What's the problem, Fred? Oh, I don't know. Do you want to be getting sand all over up in your fur? Come on, you heard what Krabu said. It's just a little bit of unpleasantness in order to enjoy the big fun at the end. Oh, fine. But there better not be any more sand. Oh, I'm sure there won't be. But let's not be late for my, uh, uh, your vacation. And with a touch of JF Cat's paw and Fred the dog's extra long tongue, all three of them were shrunken down until they could fit comfortably inside the tiny cabin of the sand-made biplane. Once they were sitting with their seatbelts fastened, a crab appeared in front of them, looking very much like Captain Crabu. But instead of aviator goggles, they were wearing a pair of half-moon spectacles. Greetings, it is I, Crabu the Conjurer. I created all the wonders of Sunnyside Up Beach and Hotel, including this plane. <coughs> Show off, coughed Abacus. Crabu the Conjurer's little crabby eyes narrowed ever so slightly. Right. Well, for your in-flight entertainment today, you have a choice of three movies that I will conjure so that only you may see and hear it, though the image will be small and the sound quality raspy and terrible. Wow, magic is amazing, said Fred the dog. Are you kidding, Fred? This selection is terrible. Oh, I was just going to read a book. I'll pretend I didn't hear that, Abacus. Yeah, I'm probably just gonna play on my smartphone. That's a stick. No, I just downloaded a new game. You turned it around and started chewing the other side. It's a good app. So what do I watch? Forgettable the comedy? Obscurio the big budget superhero movie nobody saw? Or this one called Boring Dash a plane ride story colon stuck in a tube with a TV for six hours? Question mark? Oh, I hear that one gets really good after the first three hours. Well, whatever you do on this magic plane, on the way to your all-expenses-paid beach vacation, is up to you, croaked Crabu the Conjurer, before disappearing in a swirl of sand. And while Abacus was a little uncomfortable being shrunken by someone else's magic, and Fred was a little scratchy sitting in the sand, and JF Cat was a little bored by the movies, they finally made it to YYE. I can't wait to dive out of this plane and roll around in pancakes and syrup and chew on driftwood till you think my teeth are made of wood, but no, they're just covered in driftwood. The little sand biplane landed on the shore and disappeared around them, fading back into the sand. Abacus, JF Cat, and Fred the Dog found themselves standing on a pristine beach, stretching out and enjoying the warm afternoon sun. Enjoying what? No, I'm not. Okay, maybe I am stretching just a little bit. Okay, but there's no food on this beach. What's the deal? And up from out of the sand in front of them popped a little crab. It looked just like Captain Crab and Crabu the Conjurer. But instead of wearing goggles or half-moon spectacles, this crab was wearing one shiny round monocle. My name is Crabonciage. Pronouns she, her. Consider me your host and helper. Throughout the rest of your vacation. Hey, Crabonciage, do you happen to know Captain Crabu or Crabu the Conjurer? Yes, I work with them very closely. They're an odd pair, if you ask me. Never seen them in a room together. Makes you wonder. Whether or not they're the same person? No, whether they're in a fight or something. Must be a lot of work running a hotel with only three people. Are you kidding? It's obviously the same crab. Wow, you must really be tired after that long trip. So tired he's dreaming up conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah, Fred, all three 
if these identical crabs have different eyewear. Or haven't you noticed? Okay, whatever. Crab on can you just tell me when the breakfast buffet will wash under the shore again? That's more of a question for Krabby the Conjurer. Let me take you to your rooms and go find her. The crab burrowed into the sand, and they saw a little tunnel of sand trailing ahead of them. Before, a beautiful sandcastle rose in front of them, with three extra wide sand doors opening up to three stately rooms, impeccably furnished with soft sand blankets and perfectly polished sand floors. And then popping up from the ground, wearing a pair of half-moon spectacles was Crabble the Conjurer, I presume. But of course, Fred. I heard you needed me. You just popped out of the tunnel the crab concierge made. It was polite of her to dig it out for me, I'll say. Ugh. Everything is all sand everywhere and there's no buffet. This vacation is the worst. And with that, Fred stomped into his room. Well, he tried to stomp. But the sand was so soft, it just made a whoosh, whoosh, whoosh sound, so... I can't even storm off properly! <sighs> and Fred slammed his big, heavy sand double doors behind him. Yeah. Oh, it's really heavy. Can someone help me slam them? Uh, yeah, I'll get on one side. Uh, Jojo, you get on the other. Okay, we'll slam on three. One, one two, three, slam. Wait, were we slamming on three or on slam? You always slam on slam. You could have said so, J.F. Gat. And Fred's doors closed softly. The old dog was tired from his very long trip, and he felt like things hadn't been going his way since the moment he arrived at the airport. He checked his luggage for sticks, but poured out only little bits of sand. But there was some water in a dog bowl that had no sand in it, and after a long drink, he curled up on a surprisingly comfortable dog dune bed and had a very long nap. When he woke up, little streams of sunlight were flowing through the window curtains. Fred stretched his old bones, had another sip of surprisingly cold, fresh water, and was just about to open the door when he remembered... Oh, wait, I'm supposed to be grumpy. I made such a big show of being grumpy, but now I'm not feeling grumpy anymore. But if I go up there and I'm not grumpy, everyone will think I was just being grumpy for no reason. So Fred screwed up his face in his grumpiest grimace and pushed his way out through the sandcastle doors. <laughs> the still-shrunken Abacus P. Grumbler was putting together a plate of breakfast foods even bigger than him. Cheesy eggs, pancakes oozing syrup, baguette toast with butter, and of course, jellyfish made out of real jelly. And every different colored jellyfish squeezed out the jelly of a corresponding fruit. Ooh, apricot. And JF Cat was riding a waterfall that went all the way down the side of a large dormant volcano right into the ocean. Come on, Fred, get some breakfast. Look at all the driftwood. Beside the shoreline full of breakfast foods, there was also a stupendous stack of sticks covered in stinky seaweed. My favorite. And you gotta try this slide, said Jojo Fluffy Cat, pulling himself out of the water after splashing into it. But Fred kept concentrating on his grumpy face. Honestly, it wasn't that hard when he focused on the gulf of sand between him and his friends. 
Ah, because all your food is gonna be covered in sand. Same with the sticks and the seaweed. And if I go down that slide, I'm gonna be wet and then I'll get even sandier. But Fred, you don't understand. No, you don't understand. You're not respecting my feelings. It's okay to be grumpy and I'm gonna be grumpy for this whole vacation. That's per you to decide. Personally, I love the sand. I roll around in it and then I wash it off. And then I have a nice salty, sandy, sunny nap. That sounds terrible. Crabonsierge appeared in a swirl of sand. Aha! Only Krabu the Conjurer has magic sand powers. You are the same person. No, I asked Krabu the Conjurer to teleport me here in order to help you. You see, all our food is treated with sand poo. To wash off the sand and keep it off all day. Did you say sand poo? No, sand poo. Like shampoo, obviously. <laughs> it still sounds like sand poo to me. We can't help that shampoo has the word poo in it, okay? Okay, well, what did that have to do with me? The sand poo washes off the sand and keeps it off for good. So you can enjoy your breakfast buffet. Well, but how do I get the sand off of me? You just take a bath with sand poo. Yeah, well, you enjoy sand, so I'll skip the sand poo. <laughs> But, but I don't like sand or baths. What am I supposed to do? Sometimes you have to endure a little bit of unpleasantness in order to enjoy a big bit of fun. Krabu the Conjurer can summon you a sand poo bubble bath in an instant. It's really quite soothing. So it's either take a bath or stay inside where it's slightly less sandy and just be grumpy the whole time. Tough choice. But then Fred remembered how absolutely, hugely, massively lucky he was to get to go on a vacation like that. And how he owed it to himself and maybe Mr. Eric, possibly, to at least try to enjoy it. Alright, if it'll stop Mr. Eric from complaining, I will take one shampoo bath. But if this isn't the most fun I've had in my whole life, I reserve the right to be grumpy and nasty for the rest of the trip. You are always entitled to feel your feelings. But I will point out that nastiness is not a feeling nor a right. It's quiet, JF Cats, we're getting him into the bath. It's true, he actually really does need one. Okay, but Mr. Eric, could you please just cut to after the... Get that water off of me. Fred, please, we're almost done. No, don't clean behind my ears. It's been like five seconds. I will bite the water. I normally don't help with baths. No, I just jump out of the tub, then they can't get me. That's what I do. But I can't imagine any one person bathing this dog without help. Oh, my stink. My beautiful stink. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Mr. Eric, said Fred though he couldn't help but feeling fluffier and friskier than ever. Never mind the fact that not a single particle of sand stuck anywhere on his body. Hey, Crabonsierge. Yes? Will seaweed slime still stick to my fur? Uh, of course, but... No further questions. And Fred the dog went to undoing most of his bath by rolling around in stinky, slimy seaweed while chewing on the most delicious driftwood sticks he'd ever enjoyed. Crabonsierge, you did it. You got one of the most grumpy, intractable old dogs in What If World to not only take a bath, but to enjoy a vacation. I'm sorry, you must have me mistaken for someone else. I'm Crabu Crab. Pronoun she, her, said Crabu Crab, taking off her monocle and putting on a pair of thick black sunglasses. And I'm on vacation. Oh, excuse me, Ms. Crab. Does she remind you at all of Captain Crabu? Not even a little, why? The... 
Freya, Ezra, Jonah, and Clancy, thank you for your questions. I hope you all enjoyed your story. Oh, and don't forget to stay tuned at the very end to hear Miss Lynn's song, Itty Bitty Nitty Gritty, from her album, Something New, which of course you can get off her website, and I'll share a link in the show notes. Folks at home, please check us out on Patreon by heading to patreon.com slash whatifworld. You get ad-free episodes and access to lots of other great rewards. Like these shoutouts, for example. I want to give a big shout-out to Ernest Travers Smith, age 7, from London. Ernest says, I love your stories, Mr. Eric. Keep up the great work and thank you. Oh, thank you, Ernest. Yeah, Mr. Eric, you really deserve a vacation. Uh, thank you, Fred. And I've got one more shout-out to Griffin from Red Deer. That sounds like a cool place to live, Griffin. Let me know if you ever see a Red Deer. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, my producer, Miss Lynn, Craig Martinson for our theme song, and all you kids at home who give yourself the chance to enjoy special trips with your family. It can be a lot of work and sometimes take you out of your comfort zone. But those experiences and memories are priceless. And until we meet again, keep wondering. We took off on vacation to get some relaxation. We headed for the sun and sand and sea. The week went by so fast. Vacation never seems to last. And as I waved goodbye, I wish the beach could come back home with me. And much to my surprise I found My wish came true for now you see I got the itty bitty nitty gritty inside all my clothes Whatever would you do if it were you? I'm not kidding. Whatever would you?